That's like, man, remember Dino Wars? <laughs> that was so good. Hey, hey, welcome to episode 107 of Bonus Barrel. Holiday-themed, um, non-denominational, uh, what, uh, holiday episode, I can't keep it, it's Christmas episode, ah! Oh my god. The whole world's gonna blow up now. Uh, yeah, so I am Rob. And Shelby. Laugh. And Seiji. Yeah, I didn't do the intros. Uh, you know, <laughs> there's a lot of fun little, um, if you listen to news at all, which I, I don't tend to, but the internet, you see things on the internet, and of course there's the whole war on Christmas. We, I don't think we have a war here at the BBHQ. Like, I'm not particularly, uh, like, I don't have anything against Christmas. Shelby, you, you, you might hate Christmas. Do you hate it? No. Cool. All right. Sounds excited. Good. Glad you're, glad you're ready, raring to go. Uh, Sagey, uh. how do you feel about Christmas? What do you mean about the war on Christmas? Uh, well, there's, uh, okay. like, the whole <laughs> happy about real holidays fast. versus Merry yeah. Christmas. So, some people will say happy holidays because, of course, not everybody celebrates Christmas, but there's a lot of holidays during this time of year. Some groups get upset when you don't say Merry Christmas, and that's the war on Christmas, quote-unquote. There's not really a war on Christmas, but some groups of people feel that there is a war on Christmas because people are opting to say happy holidays as opposed to Merry Christmas, which is very gaming-related. Is it? <laughs> no. Not at all. I was making a joke oh, okay. that, that I had to explain. But that's okay. I, I'm happy to explain it. Uh, but yeah, anyway, so BB Crew is is united together before Christmas um, to get a a very, very holiday-themed episode mm-hmm. out. Before we go into a little bit of news, because I do have a couple of interesting articles. Shelby, last year we already shared ours, but do you have any Christmas gaming memories that you would like to uh, tell us? So one year, I think it was uh, when I got my DSi and a bunch of my other friends got a DSi for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And it was an, I think it was like a Call of Duty game, like the first Call of Duty game for the for the DS that really? came out. Yeah. So we all had it. You played um, it? Cause, yeah, because I think it was the game. It was the only multiplayer game that huh. we all had. Interesting. Um. So anyway, so we were playing, and <laughs> I don't want to say it's like cheatsy, but if you you pretty much like aim a grenade anywhere on the map, and you mm-hmm. could throw it blindly like over buildings, like if, if you just throw it in the general direction of a person, you'll usually get them. Okay. So I think I remember one time we were playing, and um. Uh yeah, I had like five or six kills with grenades, and I just kept lobbing them in random directions, and and yeah, it was it was pretty great. Everybody's mad at me, uh, yeah. and, and told me that I wasn't allowed to use grenades anymore. So you're a cheater <laughs> on Christmas, yeah. no less. Mm-hmm. So I think that's amazing. You're the only human being I've ever met or talked to who played Call of Duty in the DS. It really lends credits to the the fact that you're like Cobb in a lot of ways. <laughs> Well, <laughs> first of all, it's on DS. And yeah, well, that's like the halfway point. <laughs> I, I think but, Cobb would call it the girl version of Call of Duty, probably. Oh, probably. Well, he's a sexist, though. I don't listen to Cobb. <laughs> but yeah, I don't that's know. Cool. I was, like I said, it's the only multiplayer game we all had, so Have you ever had a lot of fun. ask for a game for Christmas in your life? Uh, no, it was usually my brother's the one that asked for it. I just, I don't like asking for because, you know, new, yeah, new games now man. are like $70, $80, and it's and you were like, yeah. you would have been a kid like two years ago, so yeah. I guess it's pretty recent for you. Cool. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, well, we already talked about ours last year, so we don't have to to keep going on that. So 
I have a couple of news-related things. First up, there's a little bit of controversy over Overwatch, guys. Did you know that? Well, I, I know didn't Shelby think there was knows. anything wrong with it. Shelby knows there's controversy. Uh, Everybody's got to get over it. Uh, of course. Are you familiar with the controversy right now, Seiji? Nope. Tracer <laughs> is gay. Uh, Blizzard oh. revealed that she has a girlfriend, and some people are upset that she's gay. Why? Well, because she, their waifu is is not straight. I don't know why. Why are people upset about that stuff? It's stupid. The but... comment, the comment, my waifu's dead. <laughs> yeah, I think it's cool. Uh, it's good at Blizzard to be progressive. Guess what? Uh, those people exist in the world, and and there's no weird. It's not weird for them to exist in a gaming world. And there's nothing you can do about it. Not really. So they really might not. as well I mean, shut the fuck up. Yeah, but it, it is but funny. What's the controversy? I don't get it. Well, people are upset that that Tracer, the <laughs> that, face that of Overwatch. That is it. Yeah. That, that's it. That's the controversy. Is it that the Tracer, who I guess you call the mascot of Overwatch, is gay, and I guess that is a controversy for people. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to regular that pretty much people, sums it, it up. is not a controversy, but to some people, it is not. It's not good. It's bad. I guess. Because of some narrative reason, or, or like, no, no, they just <laughs> don't like gay people, and they don't want, or or they're in love with tracer. Oh, yeah. okay, I they're get it now. they're in I love get with it <laughs> straight guys in love with tracer. Can't can't imagine now like a headcanon where she's dating them. I guess maybe it's ruined by by that fact. Maybe the fanfics aren't going to work now because you never yeah. you never change a sexuality in a fanfic. Yeah, because if because uh... you, you there's nothing you can do about a fictional <laughs> character. It's not like you can change them if you want to or anything yeah, like that. I'm pretty so. sure like every Goku slash Vegeta fanfic where they're fucking out there. I'm sure that that's all. <laughs> isn't canon. that isn't that when they turn into Vegito? No, that's, what? That's, the... <laughs> that's a fusion. Shelby, oh, Shelby, I thought that Shelby was Shelby knows the lore of Dragon Ball so well. <laughs> you nailed it. Yeah, that's what, that's how they do it. Well, actually, funny enough, when they do merge, their uh, pelvis, their crotches actually slam together first, and then they. <laughs> so you know you might Ow. be onto something. <laughs> Although that wouldn't work, because then you're just docking, and I don't think that's quite. The oh. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody! Um. So yeah. Anyways, I, I thought it was funny. Try not to be too funny this episode. Why? It hurt. It hurts to laugh. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Well, it's guess okay. what, guys? Uh, I just saw this this article, which is like two days a day old. But I didn't see it until right now. But uh, I'm excited by the by the headlines. So let's see what, what where it leads us. But Atlas reveals new fantasy RPG from Persona director, comma, artist. Project Re Fantasy will be an entirely new game separate from Shimigami or Persona. That's cool. It looks Guess what? Cool. I love that that uh, that studio. That those people. And the Persona games. And doing something not Persona would be awesome. I want to see what they can do when they're not shackled by uh, that franchise. Uh, of course, none of you guys play those games, so I guess that's not. Doesn't the art looks pretty very cool? Exciting for anybody but me, but uh, you know, Merry Christmas to me, I guess. That's uh, why we need Jordan on the show. We do need Jordan on for the like show. Persona Corner, something. You can <laughs> do her own thing. <laughs> yeah, it's a good idea. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty cool. That was uh, something I just noticed that made me happy. Oh, Seiji and Lef, and I guess you too, Shelby. You're part of the show. Super Mario Run reaches 40 million downloads in four days. Saw that. Smashing record. Super smashing records. Right, Ooh. guys? Because of the Super Smash Bros? Shelby? Mm -hmm. You like mm -hmm. it? Mm -hmm. Can I get a laugh? No. <laughs> uh, yeah, so according to Nintendo, is all this is from IGN because I'm too lazy to look elsewhere. Uh, Mario's mobile debut was the fastest in App Store history to reach the milestone and was the top of the free app chart in over 140 different countries. Plus, was a free app. The... I thought you had to pay for it. 
you get the free uh, first level or first three uh, levels, I guess, first right? two levels. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, and you can uh, do other things like there's like these tours you can do with tickets that you can just earn in the game, so you can keep playing through other means. Now, apparently, yeah, Super Mario's 40, 40 million downloads puts it ahead of the record-setting pace set by Pokemon Go, which reportedly reached thirty million in two weeks. So that's uh, quite the big jump over that. People like so Mario. Is that is that like an all-time record breaker, or just like? Well, in I mean, so far, memory? I guess. I, I guess it would be all time, right? If it, if the Pokemon Go was the last record, and then Mario beat it. Okay, I, I just wasn't sure if this was like actual record or just like recently records or something. I don't think. I think it's the the record. Yeah. Well, so, I'm glad uh, Nintendo got yeah. it. So there we go. Nintendo is now going to start milking more mobile games. Yeah, if they're good, it's kind of good. it's kind of intense. Like <laughs> their first real big mobile title that they make, and they're just like, "Oh, we're already the best mobile game ever." Yeah, so now it's like, well, we don't have to make consoles anymore once the Switch doesn't work. Yeah. And then all <laughs> the Nintendo games will be on mobile, and I'll be depressed. No more physical media for Rob. Next Christmas will be a noose in my box. Well, you can maybe you can get an iPhone so you can actually play Nintendo Ew. games. I'm not going to ever get an iPhone. I'll hey, if, with an what, if, what if Nintendo games are only on iPhone? You're going to have to get one. Well, he could also get, like, an iPad. I he don't, have oh, to get yeah, he could, iPad. yeah. I don't like Apple very much. I have nothing against them as, a, as, a, as an entity. If Apple is a collective, I don't have anything against it. I just don't like their products very much. They're a, a hive mind. Yeah. I mean, that's cool. They can do themselves, and people are happy with them. And I wouldn't take their existence away. I just don't particularly care for that. But Seiji, my friend, this must yeah. be emboldening for you as a mobile, as a mobile uh, champion. Look at here, your favorite company on your favorite platform combined and is successful. Yes, and I, I'm <laughs> looking forward to 2017. To see I can't wait to play the next Zelda, the action RPG game it is on the mobile. Imagine <laughs> swiping left to make Link swing a sword and... Swiping forward to have Link move automatically through the environment. It's going to be great. Oh, Metroid 2. It could be an infinite runner. Oh, God, I love it. I love it so much. Can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, and my shenanigans. Uh, well, so I have one more thing. This is a study I noticed uh, right now because I'm very prepared. And that study is... me. I closed it by accident. Apparently, teens spend more time playing video games than watching movies is what the headline. But I can't back it up with anything you gotta close but uh there you go guys video games are popular <laughs> did you know that <laughs> i hit an inkling did you know that video games are popular mm-hmm. you guys are not bringing the enthusiasm needed for christmas i, I could try no but you're it's dying good. shelby it's fine left I, on, I keep i keep forgetting that it's actually christmas because doesn't feel like it doesn't no not really especially with the game that we decided to play Oh, but that's uh, Chris. Well, we're all, we're uh, almost there. I know, but like, I I don't know. I guess I'm not in a Christmas mood. <laughs> Any uh, exciting... dark times? Oh, uh, here's some BB news. Seiji sent us three a package full of what are they called? What's the name of them? Gotcha. Gotcha capsules? Question mark. Yes. Yep. Sweet. Yeah, with little toys in them. I got a a Goku, a GT Super Saiyan Kid Goku, and uh, a Deden Pokemon pin. Pretty snazzy. Thanks, CG. <laughs> I'm glad you liked them. I got uh, a little haiku. It's a ring, by the way, CG. Like it's Is the, it the one with the, the Hinata one. Yeah, it's a little ring. <laughs> that was adorable. And then the other one's like a little plastic thing that you like set up and you put a sticker on it, and it's kind of like a little mini billboard thing. Okay. But the <laughs> the ring, uh, there's also a, a Nishinoya one, so you could probably go back and get that for yourself. 
Because <laughs> it's just him and Hinata that are on the rings. So. <laughs> I yeah. can see oh, they're from High Q, by ring. the way. <laughs> yeah. I'll try. I'll try. I go there kind of often. <laughs> yeah. I gotta say, lefts are both pretty awesome, too. Yeah, well, I got the first one was uh, just a banana peel from Mario Kart 8. <laughs> That's cool. That, that was kind of cool. And then the other one was a character from Mother or Earthbound. And I got Paula, the female character from it. Also so cool. That was pretty cool. Although now I have a little girl in a pink dress and a yellow banana on my keychain. <laughs> so. You know, that sounds not great. <laughs> hey, guys, I got a question for you. What? Uh, what does Mario say when he grabs the leaf while jumping in the air? Oh. Gotcha! <gasps> I'm done. Right? I'm going to bed. <laughs> right, guys? <laughs> it's Christmas! <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, we're going to put some Christmas music to make it sound more festive than what we're acting like right now. So, didn't we add like a little jingle bell shaking? Or I guess, didn't I add a little jingle bell shaking to the uh, intro last year? I think I did. I think you did, yeah. I think I did. That was very festive. I, you know, those touches, pretty pro, pretty good. Do you guys have any Christmas gaming plans for this holiday? I'm gonna Beat be Final Fantasy 15. Yeah, same here. I'm on the last, last uh, couple chapters. Oh shit. I'm going to yeah, do some open world stuff same. before I finish, though. Finally, I just did the power plant. And uh, I'm going to try and beat uh, maybe Rhythm Thief and start Dragon Ball Fusion. That's my plan. Pretty exciting. Pretty exciting time. Do you have Christmas plans with games? Say, are you going to play some games? Oh, yeah. I'm going back to Mexico for two weeks. Mm. And I'm taking my DS for sure, my, my 3DS, because I'm playing Pokemon. I'm playing Pokemon a lot, a <laughs> lot more. I think I I got like a hundred hours in the game. That's awesome. I've been doing a lot of EV training and breeding. I don't know. I'm I'm enjoying it a lot. I'll continue my my good streak at Clash Royale. I'm <laughs> glad to report that I'm over thirty four hundred trophies now, which is a lot. <laughs> I, I don't know. I gotta keep and I continue to play chess. And maybe I'll throw some new game in there. How uh, are the matches with P two going? P two. Um. Yeah, what was the conclusion uh, to that last? Because you lost battle? the first one. He hasn't beat me since oh, the first shit. time. So P two, you little punk! You cannot beat Seiji, my friend. He is a robot machine. He scan that first one. He lost on purpose. He's scanning your abilities, formulating <laughs> a plan, and now you cannot beat him ever again. Match one, <laughs> oh I God. lost. Right, and then match two, I won. Yeah, of course. That's the match that I was uh, talking about. You know. During the last episode. Yeah. Yeah. And yes, I, I, I did get him good. <laughs> and then the third match ended, I think, today or yesterday. And he actually resigned. Oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> and after that, he challenged me twice. <laughs> so now we have two games going on right now. He's trying to divide your... He thinks that robots can't split their... Like, they can't multitask. But little do they know how <laughs> advanced you are. He's bringing. Yeah, so. He's bringing. He's gonna bring double the shame to the Cartridge Club <laughs> when he loses to the BB <laughs> crew once again. That's how chess is going on. That's awesome. And we'll see what happens. Uh, Christmas is a special time back home. Mm -hmm. it's, it's it's quite different from here because we actually celebrate during the night instead of Christmas morning. Right. Christmas morning in in Mexico, or at least from where I'm from, everybody's asleep because they were <laughs> part, they were partying all night. Right. That's weird to me. Like, I, it makes yeah. more sense to get up early, and then you have all the whole day to enjoy your gifts. And at night, it seems. I don't know. It seems weird. I'm, I'm not accepting your customs, apparently. 
no no <laughs> it's, it's just them? that you're thinking of a quiet night you see in mexico yeah it's rowdy christmas eve is not quiet at all right it's like a big party all over town <laughs> right so you're super excited all day and there's food everywhere and everybody's awake and everybody's like like singing songs, getting drunk and eating a lot of food. And, <laughs> and you are just looking forward for midnight. You open your presents and you're so excited that you cannot sleep because you get your, <laughs> your new game or whatever. So for me, it was like, well, it's, it's you're waiting all day and then you open your present at midnight. Everybody's awake. You know, yeah. you know all, all your cousins are there and... So you, you, you get to open your new game, you put on your new game, all your cousins, you know, are surrounding like the TV or the console and, and all the kids, you know, all, all the little kids are just right. playing the game. I mean, that, that was my experience and all the grown-ups are still like getting drunk and eating in the kitchen <laughs> and stuff. So it's a, it's a really interesting. And I cannot imagine, you know, knowing that you're going to get a present and then going to sleep. Oh, it's I, great. It's exciting. It's, you build up I, the next morning. I, could, I couldn't sleep. Say, <laughs> <laughs> do I have a question for you? Yeah. Um. Is there a lot of piñatas in Mexico? Yeah. I was just really wondering. I was just thinking about what you're talking. Is like, I wonder if the, how true that is. There's a lot of piñatas down there? Yeah. Okay, yeah, cool. It's a, it's a big thing, especially All during right. Christmas. So Christmas piñatas. Those are like the original ones. Are right? they themed? Like we have, Santa and stuff? Uh, well, in modern days, when I was growing up, uh, piñatas were themed on whatever, right? I had right. like like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles piñata. That's badass. <laughs> Batman piñatas or whatever. And now they make them with with like uh, with newspapers and glue, you, they can mold it to whatever, whatever shape. But the original piñatas are these clay pots. Oh, okay, cool. Are clay pots, and then they put some sort of ornaments around it. So you hit them with a stick, and they have um, stuff inside, usually candy. Sounds dangerous, but you know, a clay pot is very similar to a barrel. So. Yeah. So right now, if you go to Jesus. Mexico, you, Christmas you're, cheer. You're see like the the <laughs> the modern ones, and there's probably video game related oh, piñatas, to be. and there... that is. That is a cool theme that I never thought about it until now. So while I'm there, I'll, I'll try to find a, a video game theme piñata. That seems like a good segue to our topic, uh, unless anybody has any other news. <laughs> anybody? Uh, nope. Left? No, let's do it. All right, up next, our Christmas theme. wisdom tree so i'm gonna i got just a little little bit like a, a little bit of um historical information for you guys for the uh, game and both the studios so the de developer of robo demons for the nes uh is color dream which was founded in 1988 and uh they used to develop nes games without licenses so you would see those weird looking carts that were sometimes like baby blue or really large or a weird shape uh, Tengen was also a company that that did a lot of these like unlicensed NES games. And for for those of you who don't know, basically Shelby because she's just a kid. 
Um, the Nintendo <laughs> had like a lockout chip so that you couldn't play unlicensed games. So Nintendo had to provide the had to have their seal of approval and, and the right. Uh, you're supposed to have the right shit that matches the the console. That only the North American version of right. the NES. The that Famicom didn't have that. That Nintendo seal of approval that was on every <laughs> yeah. game. You know that they're all worth it. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> Color Dreams created games such as Baby Boomer. These are classics, of course. Captain Comic, Crystal Mines, and of course, Robody. And <laughs> in 1991, they formed Wisdom Tree uh, for the purpose of releasing Christian-themed games, hence Christmas, Christmas-related. We'll come back to Wisdom Tree in one second. A little thing I found on, on Wikipedia that I thought was interesting was they had a... Color Dreams only made those games, but they had one cancelled project. Uh, and that project that was never released was based on the movie Hellraiser. The game uh, cartridge, or is called quote-unquote Super Cartridge, contained an extra processor that modified the tiles in the cartridge RAM without alerting the NES processor, which I guess apparently this allowed for enhanced graphic effects rarely seen on the NES, such as fully animated backgrounds running without the lag usually found with such tricks. And uh, the extra processor also performed palette swapping between the scans of the TV to give the illusion of extra color. But because of a bunch of delays and stuff, they and development problems and lack of a market uh, for unlicensed games, they, based on horror movies, they, they <laughs> could not actually get it out. So it was abandoned. <laughs> so Wisdom Tree, founded in 1991. Uh, I, I, the, <laughs> we're going to talk about Robo mostly, but I, I just I had to throw a Wisdom Tree in there to get that connection to Christmas. We have to have that connection. So in 1990, Color Dreams began to consider producing games with biblical themes. And at the time, there was very few religious video games for the console systems, somehow. Uh, but there wasn't a big market for it. Officials at Color Dreams saw that there was a market for them, and that many stores would be most interested in retailing Christian games. Christian bookstores were likely to not sell video games at all, but uh, they might sell these ones, and therefore would not be vulnerable from pressure from Nintendo. Because as we've talked about before, Nintendo was kind of a big bully back in that time, where they would like twist people's arm and make sure they sell mostly Nintendo games. They had a bunch of strict rules and all that shit. So while many Christian bookstores at the time sold more than books, they also sold religious movies, contemporary music, and other goods. Uh, such stores did not sell video games. So in order to convince these stores to sell religious games, Color Dreams, through its new Wisdom Tree subsidiary, which would live long after the demise of its parent company, worked hard to promote this genre of video games. Wisdom Tree sent Christian bookstores three-foot Bible adventure displays as well as VHS cassettes showing uh, gameplay. And um, the last thing about this is these promotional video games made the case to Christian bookstores using lines like, the game promotes Bible literacy and teaches children about the Bible while they play a fun and exciting Super Mario-style video game. And uh, <laughs> oh I guess apparently these efforts proved successful because uh, In Color Dreams was able to not only find a new distribution channel for its games, but was also able to launch a new genre of games, which meant no other companies competed with the new Wisdom Tree label. So, Wisdom Color Dreams becomes creates Wisdom Tree to put out Christian themed games. But before then, they developed this game, Robo Demons, which is very much not Christian. Um, <laughs> not even definitely not close to Christian. So this game was released in in November uh, in uh, North America only. So you know it's going to be good. Uh, back then, uh, it's an, it was released in December 1989, which you know close to Christmas. That's great. And uh, it's an action game with shooting elements. I have the box copy. <laughs> for some reason <laughs> I had the box copy with the manual and I really just really wanted to go through this manual uh, because it's fucking hilarious and it will set us up for the game really well um, so this is the story I remember back in the day when we used to take games that didn't have stories and I would make elaborate stories for them 
Remember that left? Yeah, with kicks. Yeah. We don't need to do that because this game already has one for you. This uh, game has a great little story going right? for it. On the first page of the manual, it has a really bad drawing of a demon, and it says Pain Master underneath it. <laughs> <laughs> pain so Master? A, pain Master, off to a great start. And it says, the evil demon King Call has created a machine to transplant the souls of demons into the bodies of machines. With his army of robo-demons, that's in all oh, caps God. for some reason, he has cast a dark shadow over the region of Earth. You are a great warrior armed with your magical boomerang. With it, you must <laughs> penetrate the seven gates of Hades that lead you to confront with this demon king. Along the oh, way, no. you will free the condemned soul captives of Kull, wipe out his demons in their own living quarters, and destroy his robo-demon machines. Spoiler alert. Uh, oh, here, this is a fun one. It has precautions on the next page, guys. Do you want to know some precautions for taking care of your cart of RoboDemon? <laughs> Store at room temperature. Store at room temperature. Do not subject to environmental extreme. Always ensure the power is off before inserting or removing the cartridge. Keep contacts clean. Do not try to open or disassemble the cartridge. Do not sit too close to your TV. And do not clean the cartridge with chemical agents. So that's uh, important to know. And, oh, the main character of the game, and page four of the manual, <laughs> main characters, um, and th this is the character's name, a most great warrior. Yes. I just want to feel this, that his, his parents just set him up for success with that name. <laughs> <laughs> this is my son, a most great warrior. Oh, that's, what's his, that's his title. What's his name? It's uh, a most great warrior. <laughs> that's, you could call him like. Amos, if you drop the the uh, T, great warrior. That's <laughs> <laughs> his last name. Uh, yeah, it's a great warrior. Uh, so this is, oh, sorry, I guess I was wrong. It's not his name because right after it says a most great warrior, this nameless hero has taken on the task <laughs> of destroying the demon call and freeing the condemned souls. And he is quick nice. with booster rockets on his back and can leap great distances. Sometimes he must rely on his booster rockets. Sometimes he must rely on his quick Reactions and jumping abilities, always he can throw his magical boomerang. So, you know, there's also, man, this, this, this manual actually, we'll come back to the manual later. I have the, like, the demons page and stuff we can look at. So, we'll come back to that. So, I want to, I want to start talking about the game itself. So, well, game, I just want to, all, I just, just want to talk about, like, the very beginning of this game. And this is before you even playing the Roll. game, but just kind of, mm -hmm. yeah, exactly. The splash screen <laughs> of this game is really, really <laughs> hilarious. Robo demons. <laughs> yeah. Robo demons. Oh, sure. I'm I sure you'll hear right now once Sadie <laughs> puts it in. Uh, yeah, it has some voice clips in it. Some... When you when you die, it's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, this is, like, probably some of the best actual voices you've ever heard on an NES, though. Like, They're pretty clear. It's pretty yeah. clear. It's, it's pretty garbled. impressive. Exactly, right? So it, it's just kind of funny how it's it, that's a success, but. Yeah, it's all downhill it. from here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, real quick um, question before we dive into the game. I'm just curious, how far did we all get in the game? Oh, I mean, barely. Uh, just, I beat the game. It, it was. <laughs> it was. It took me probably three hours. It was painful, but I, I, I decided I knew it wasn't very long. Uh, even though you died, it's, oh, oh, wow, this game. Uh, I did beat it, but so left. How far did you get? Uh, I didn't get very far. I level up was part two. Yeah, I thought it's technically like the first level, but it's like the second yeah. stage of the first level. So yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Shelby, how far did you get? 
Uh, I kept dying on the first one, so I and I just gave up because the music was driving me nuts. <laughs> yeah, that was what. That's exactly the same experience here. The music and... was driving me crazy. That yeah. music, by the way, is the, all through the game. It never. Changed. Oh I, yeah. Oh god. Uh, Sage, how far did you get? I got to. I think it's flesh. Okay, cool. You got further than those guys. Next stage. Yeah, it was really confusing. It's it's a mess. <laughs> it's a hot, that stage it's is a hot such mess. Such a mess. Yeah. So okay. So we can one talk more about the thing. Yeah, please. Just the the most like this this game like seems to have this <laughs> crazy weird story that you kind of touched on, and yeah. so as soon as you start the game, th- some text appears on the screen, but it's literally there for maybe two seconds. Yeah, and it's like a huge block <laughs> yeah. of text. Yeah, it's a huge block <laughs> of text. So I have it here, and I want to read it because it's funny. Oh, please do. This is gonna be great. Um, so <laughs> in darker times, the demon Cull, king of the netherworld of Hades created a machine to transplant the souls of demons into the bodies of robots. With this army of robo-demons, Kull became the unchallenged master of the earth. One day, a most great warrior decided to descend the seven gates of Hades and destroy Kull forever. (laughs) I'm assuming assuming it's supposed to be destroyed, but destroy. (laughs) Destroy forever. That's beautiful. That's beautiful, man. It's so deep, man. So uh, yeah, you, should, you, you should are consider you a career in audiobooks. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you're descending the seven gates of hell to destroy Cull. Right. Which are the seven <laughs> stages? Which are which, as we've kind of alluded to, each stage is put into two parts. The first part is an auto-scrolling, quote-unquote, flying stage that loops, and the second stage is a quote-unquote platformer uh, stage. Yeah, quote-unquote platformer yeah, stage. Because uh, how do we get it? How do we start it? So, you boot up the you get your your screen, your title screen is messy as fuck. It says Robo Demons. You start, and then you're immediately in a black void, and you have your rocket boosters, and you're moving, and a whole bunch of enemies come at you. Now, this game is not even difficulty, and it 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 is ridiculously difficult for some specific reasons mechanically, which I'm sh- I don't know. See, because you guys didn't get nearly nearly as far, so you might not have had as much intimate time with with the frustrations of some of this stuff. But at the surface, it looks like your standard shoot 'em up at, at the very beginning of the game. You're you're flying through your fucking boomerang that flies straight out and then up. It always curves up, and you have to you have like a like a half a, you have to wait till it finishes arc before you can fire another one. So if you miss, uh, that sucks because you're gonna get bombarded by enemies and they are going to they're gonna hit you and then you're gonna start losing health fast. And as a note, the enemies and projectiles are, are cheap as fuck, and they get cheaper as you go. Mm-hmm. There's also your like on the platforming stage. It's the same kind of thing, except of course now you're you're moving along, you know, platforms and ground, and you have enemies that are coming at you. And so the biggest pro. So you look at this game, you look at the uh, the platform stage, and you think something like I don't know, Castlevania or Mega Man kind of thing. Now, what every type of game, especially in this era, had one thing in common. Well, all the good ones did, and that's when you got hit you flickered and you were invincible for a second and you could ignore collision usually, which you need in those types of games. However, in this game, you do not ignore collision. You don't jump back. You don't get any temporary invincibility. Enemies will hit you, and if you don't get out of their way, they will just run into you, and your health just goes bam, 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 and it's gone. So there are some points where enemies will just... And there's one stage you start off, and there's three enemies that are about... I don't know, four or five pixels away from you, and they just converge on you. And if you don't get out of the way, they will kill you in a second. Um, so that's the. Well, there's more to say, but we'll stop there for a second because I want to get your guys. Damn, Robo Demons! But <laughs> damn, Robo Demons, well. you harsh. 
<laughs> in general, the game is really wonky. It's so right? weird. It's such a weird game. So I didn't really get that picky with the game because everything was in general uh, really wonky and distracting. That music and stuff. Yeah. And, and the way you kind of move and the, 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 there's this little lag that I was noticing. Like it wasn't exactly responsive. Then you're you're really big on the screen and then you have to be really precise because the boomerang is too uh, shitty and small. Yeah. Right. It was weird, but yeah, I I know what you mean. It, it, has... it is present in a lot of these games, uh, from from this era specifically. No, I, I don't know. They, they they kind of thought that was standard or something, and that that's one of those things that in sometimes in game design they just keep doing things because that's the way it's supposed to be. But There's... yeah, here's some other confusing things that you guys may have not noticed. Uh, if you get over five hearts, it continues to stack. It doesn't show you that. Doesn't give you any indication. But if you collect enough hearts your meter will just keep going. So you could hit get 20 hearts and you show five, but you actually have 20 hearts. Which, which you, you see that you see that a lot in, in some NES games. It's like, that's not the first time I've seen that pop up. No, it's not the first, but, but it's still kind it's of a an, weird mechanic. It's very weird, yeah. Your, here's your a modern really gaming thing. sensibilities would never get adjust to that. Exactly. And now, I don't know if you guys noticed this because you probably didn't play it long enough because it's a shitty game. Um, this <laughs> is the, probably, I don't know if this is the f- game, first game that's done this, but it's definitely not common. When you're playing through these stages and you die, every enemy you beat stays gone. You start at the end. You start, to start, you start at the beginning. There's no checkpoints or anything. You still start, have to go over the platforming hazards and stuff. But every enemy you kill, it disappears. Yeah. So there's no respawn? No. Uh, oh. Except in some stages later on, you'll go through an area and on your way back after getting a key and you're almost dead because you just fought a boss, someone will just pop in your way that weren't there before. That's always a joy. But yeah, <laughs> so you kill an enemy. And even sub-bosses and stuff, and once they're dead, until you get a game over, they're just gone. And it's really weird. It's weird! Oh, another thing. These no weapons or power-ups. I know, yeah. There's no weapons or power-ups. Uh, oh, screen edging is not just a strategy. It's it's required to beat this game. And by street screen <laughs> edging, I'm sure you guys know what I mean, but that's where you're just basically tapping the controller a little bit forward so that when an enemy shows up, you can instantly start hitting them with boomerangs. If you don't, they will they will pummel you. The mm-hmm. Bone Dragon, which is the first boss that you fight, th- that you guys may have got, well, Sage definitely got to, that thing will run at you and just kill you instantly. You have to jump over and then jump back really quick so he stops and then you just hit him with the boomerang until you kill him, which seems to be a strategy with most bosses in this game. You find the right part of the screen to sit in and just fire <laughs> boomerangs until it dies. So they go from insanely hard to extremely easy once you figure out the exploit. And it's like almost impossible to beat them without the exploit. You should speed run this game. God no. Okay. Uh, it's already out there. I just <laughs> oh, watched man. it. Oh, did you? How fast yeah. did they beat it in? It's not a 16, long game. Sixteen minutes. How many did a speed run of Robo Demon? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so well, there's I just a fact. Take a minute. Game fact. Yeah, please. And and just point out the similarities of the hero of this, or what's his, what what's his title? A grand the hero. Most great hero. A, a, most, a most great, great hero. A, a most great a hero. Most great warrior. Most great warriors. Get so right, he has on, a ve- he has a very similar col- color pattern to Cutman, and he also throws a throws a boomerang just like mm-hmm. Cutman. So I think I think he's like Cutman's cousin or something like that. On the NES, that's so. possible that they Cutman after call. he loses cut lots man, of cake there. <laughs> cut. Oh no, <laughs> it's, it's possible. So oh, I think man. once once he was defeated by Mega Man, he then became the hero of this tour story, and then decided to invade Hell. I suppose. Yeah, it's a good fan. I think it's good yeah. headcanon. I think I think, I think it works. It probably yeah. canon. Yeah. yeah. 
the the game um oh yeah, another thing is so it doesn't give it gives you a, like one continue i think and a few lives and i think you can pick up some extra but if you hold start and a you can keep replaying from the stage that you lost. Oh, so that's good. okay. That's not bad. Um, I, 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 so, I, when I was playing, I kind of thought, I'm like, okay, this game is ridiculously difficult right now. Because like is. you said, I, I got in that situation a few times where I was just on top of an enemy, enemy and it was just like, rah, 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 and I just died. Oh, you're dead. You're dead. Yeah. yeah Once yeah. they hit you, um, you're, you're fucked up. So I kind of like thought I had uh, unlimited continues. <laughs> <laughs> that's the noise of that it. Um, quality just just real quick so back to the manual for a second um, <laughs> so I just want to read about the demons you might encounter in this game uh, demon call the king of the netherworld of Hades you must ascend to the bottom of Hades to find and defeat this dreaded giant robo demons these this, by the way there's really great art with these uh, you can download these manuals for free online I think there's a website that has old game manuals I recommend looking at this these robotic monsters contain the souls of demons. You'll have to kill them twice. Once as a machine, once as a demon. And then there's lesser demons. You will always find a variety of these demons types ranging from skeleton warriors to firebird. Each level has a different type of enemy in the following order. Bone, flesh, fire, condemned souls, demon's quarter, robo demon factory, calls palace. Which, by the way, are all the levels. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure that's right out of the Bible. The seven layers of hell. I'm pretty sure the factory... <laughs> it's the, the, the it's definitely there. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think that you're you're correct about that. <laughs> um, so, the level of bone, you're in a. Uh, I gotta talk about how ugly these stages are. And man, will be I late on stage. The You've level them, of right? the level of flesh what? is the oh most convoluted, God. ugly looking level I've ever seen. It, oh, I'm looking it at it now. I see like the brains it, it does. and things. It, it's it's like wow. You can you can barely even see Cutman on the screen. It's like somebody <laughs> it, drew it in paint. It's all primary colors, I think, and and like ugly versions of them. And so yeah, it's supposed to be fleshy, and they they could have made it work, but they use so many different colors that just clash, and you can't tell where you're going. And you have these little doorways in hearts, so if you enter it, they'll sometimes just dump you into acid. <laughs> no what? platform. What? It's actually quite difficult. So, you, so a lot, like a lot of, like, but this isn't too weird because a lot of these older games is a memorization thing, right? You learn, you're playing over and over again. So that's not too weird, but some of them are super cheap. But uh, CG, I'm curious about this from you. So you got to the level of flesh. Uh, you stopped there, and I'm curious to what made what made you stop. Because as you said, it's a lot of there's a lot of memorization, and I thought, oh, this is too time consuming, and then I'm not, I wasn't really enjoying the game. This is not really a game that you would play to enjoy it. No. There, there must be some other, some other motive why, why you're playing this game. OCD. I, I could manage the stuff before it because it was fairly straightforward. Mm -hmm. But this one, it was like, oh, okay, so this is kind of like this labyrinth kind of thing that you just have to try every door and see where yep. it leads to you. And there wasn't a lot of uh, indication, like clear indication or logic to, to this level. <laughs> and also, the as you guys said, like the art is pretty confusing. It's mm -hmm. not the worst ever it's just that the game is it's very like blatantly amateurish you know what i mean yeah so, <laughs> so it's not terrible that being said it's not terrible i just got fed up with the game the reason i think it's terrible at least in the in the stage of flesh is that if you can't see your character very well or you can't see what platforms you can jump on what you can't it's just bad uh it's just bad artistically and not all stages are that unclear so it's just mostly just the state the level of flesh that's the most 
confusing. But the game just kind of like, it doesn't stay consistent. Because, okay, so some of the tunnel stages will have it loop infinitely, and you have to kill a certain enemy or a certain number of enemies. Some tunnel stages just have you killing these simple enemies and getting hearts for no reason. You don't fight any other enemies, just these simple one-shot ones. And then some some have you looping, and some some end when you get to the end of the end of the tunnel. There's an end to that tunnel, and then you have some platformer stages where it's a flat 2D plane with no depth, and some that have like a final fight beat 'em up depth where you can go up and down on a small plane. And it doesn't really know when, like, it doesn't have any any sort of consistency to it. And so some stages you have like Mario type jump over enemies or or hit them. Mega Man-ish, and then some stages where you're playing like Ninja Turtles, where you're you have to go around and up above enemies, and it it's it I don't know why they couldn't just pick one and stick to it and do and make one what good instead of these weird. It's like they just saw a bunch of games they liked and then just said, "Oh, I like this game. I'm gonna put yeah. it." Yeah, and especially because like I like how they do have like each level has two different stages where like you kind of mentioned there's kind of like the flying scrolling stage and then the more platformy mm-hmm. kind of thing and i think that was a fine idea it kind of yep. breaks it up and it gives you two different ways to play throughout every level sure, um, I agree. but like which is great but then they they further kind of try to section it more with like you say you know that sometimes it gives you different planes on the platforming level so it does it does feel all over the place um it is really cool i think how they did try to do the two different stages for each level differently yes, but i like that then, too but then they just kept going with that and that's kind of where it becomes a muddy mess they just keep tweaking within those two those two stay consistent at least there's always a tunnel stage which is scrolling and always the platformer stage it's just that they don't do either of them very consistently and have, <laughs> exactly the yeah. doors don't make sense and, like there's one stage it's actually the third stage i think no it's level of condemned souls it's the fourth stage and you are at the top level so you start at the bottom level and you have to get your way to the top level so you go from left all the way to right, go into a door. Now you're at the top of the screen, so now you're going right all the way left. But for some reason, you basically, as you're moving, you just have to enter, hit up to enter one door. You go past a pillar, and you're on the other side. And then you walk about five pixels, you go into another door, and then you go around a pillar. And this repeats that the whole way down. It's like, it's just, just make me run, or jump over shit, or have to do a couple doors. Why, do, why am I doing this every few steps? It's so stupid and annoying. Uh, yeah, so then there's level of demons. Um... And uh, then there's a demon factory, uh, and then King Calls Chamber. And that the, the last stage is when I started to lose my shit in anger. So if you look, you, you may have seen the video. You have quite a bit of patience. So. I am, I'm a, well, I'm a, I like to finish games. If I know it's possible to finish a game, I'll stick to it until I beat it. And I should have stopped. But when you start <laughs> at the stage, there's an enemy called the Gold Gargoyle. And you see it two times during this, this last level. And this last level is longer than all the rest. And what happens is this thing will fly up and then it just keeps spawning these um, spinning discs that will shoot stuff at you. And you have to kill them really quick because it keeps spawning them over and over again. So there's like, you could have like eight of these things and they will just hit you and kill you. It, it, it happens so fast. You have like seconds to get into the right spot and then start trying to kill these things until you can hit the gargoyle. And until you get to that spot, you will die over and over and over again. And it gets worse because as you keep going, a few screens later, you fight another one of them with more enemies, and oh, it's brutal, man. And then, and this is all, all before the last boss. So if you wipe at the last boss and get a game over, you have to fight them again. It's uh, disgusting. Yeah, that's it's such a mess. And the la- the last boss, uh, at least, isn't too hard. You find the right two spots. You have to kill both arms and then his head. And he looks uh, like a big lobster he- crab monster. He reminds me of Mojo from X-Men, if anybody knows who he is. 
yeah so anyways that's that's that is the levels that is the game you've uh i think it's ugly um it's ugly uh, and the music is it, the music is like a five second loop and yeah it just and so you'll, you'll over, heard over, it by now again. it's horrible just imagine it's this the worst music of a game i think i've ever heard here take a listen to it right now oh now, boy. imagine that the entire imagine that the entire time we were talking and or while you're playing this game for three hours, if you're decent, and if you're good, I'm sure you can get through faster. But it's only after you've played it a bunch. It's uh, it's it's this game. I think I said something a lot on Twitter. It was like some old games require save states to be playable, and I, I just not it's not quite true for this one. But it and that last stage, it starts to feel very true. Like you could keep beating it, but you're gonna have to beat those gargoyles again, and it's just a pain in the ass. So I, I, I used it to, so I didn't have to keep fighting them over and over again. So I used save states at the, as a checkpoint system. And I still had to beat the, I didn't use them in the middle of fights, only at the beginning of them. But it was just, man, it was just brutal. Anyways, I think we can, you guys have anything else to say before we go into damaging it? Could you guys uh, react to the music a little bit? Can you torture yourself a little bit? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> It's painful, man. Like, painful. It's kind of catchy. Isn't it? You know, it, it can be catchy, but then, like, this, whenever he screams and it interrupts it. Robo uh, Demon. Well, the, I, I like that. It's mostly just the this music, and then you go, ah! It's uh, so bad. There it is. <laughs> Yeah. Oh. Death scream. It's so good. Man, what a... Yeah, and that just loops forever. It just doesn't... It's hidden gem. Jesus. Pause, oh, stop. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys should definitely download that, put it on your phone. It's, so so to me, it's, it's not that bad. It's just... A, it's kind of too short. It's too short, and it's the only one. You know, yeah. ringtone from yeah. now on. <laughs> I should make that yeah. like your ringtone what, for you. What, what oh about the, uh, the cover art? I find it amazing. Oh, I like the, the cover. It's actually not bad. Uh, it's I think it kind of looks like the Rocketeer a little bit. He does. It's okay. It's not great, but it's not. It's certainly not. It has that '80s charm though. That Mega oh, Man it's 1 very kind of like charm to it. Uh, yeah, very like '80s sci-fi novel cover. What kind is of he thing. holding? Is that a is that a is boomerang? boomerang? It's a boomerang. No, no, his other hand. He's like a lamp, know. right? Yeah, it's like a lamp. That's never you see <laughs> oh. in the game. Yeah, I thought it was like a knee pad okay. at first, but I think you're right. He's holding Here's, on to something. Look at this. Okay, there's another weird thing to look at the cover. Okay, you notice how he's holding the boomerang, and there's a, like a glow around it. And then the glow just cuts off at a certain part. Oh. And then you look, oh, yeah, at, yeah, yeah, you look yeah. at his foot, though, and his foot keeps going. So it's, it's like an arbitrary decision to cut off that one part because the foot goes way past it. It doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. I like it though. It is. It looks like it could be like a, a CD, like a like a metal band CD cover or something. He yeah. almost uh, looks cover. like you know those dudes from what was that that comic series Saga? You oh, know the Saga's TV awesome. people, the people with the oh, TV heads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like if them and like Iron Man had a baby, or Iron and you Man get and this guy, basically, or that, yeah, yeah, and you or, get this or guy. one of those Star Wars uh, alliance grunts. He's wearing one of their helmets, basically. Oh yeah, or like the white helmets that they wear. <laughs> yeah, um, you know he's the most great hero though. 
<sighs> most great warrior. Most oh, Rob. I'm, I'm so Respect. sorry. I fucked up. A most great Damn warrior. Uh, let me bring up the little chart that I used. So how we do for because it could be any time anybody's first time listening. So we should explain uh, when we review a game or talk about a game, we have a recommendation system. So we give the the game each of us has a uh, full hearts worth of health that we can damage up to a, a quarter each. So the game will have four hearts health total. Starts with four hearts. And then we can each do it up to no damage. It means you love the game. You realize it's great. Uh, you realize it's not perfect by, by any means, but you think it's great. 100% recommend. Quarter damage. The game has flaws, but it's still a very good game. You would still recommend it to most people and have a good time. Half damage. The game is not good. It's not bad. It's a decent experience, and you would recommend it to the right people. Three quarters damage. The game is not good. It's really bland. Very boring. Uh, you'd likely not recommend to anyone. And full damage is the game is terrible. You wouldn't recommend it to anyone other than to mock it. If you received it as a gift, you'd be angry. Terrible game. <laughs> All right, so I chose the game, so I'll go last. Who wants to go first? Uh, Shelby! Let's go in. <laughs> yeah, um, the music <laughs> loop was horrible. Uh, it's an ugly game. Um, <laughs> uh, the only part I really liked about it was when the title thing came up and it was like Robo Demons. Robo Demons. Yeah. And then the voice acting when he died. Because I heard that a lot. <laughs> um, I wish I could have played that with you. So, uh, <laughs> I'm going to give it full damage. Full damage. <laughs> yeah. For All right. Sure. Left. Um, so it was very. It's a very interesting game. Um, the theme of it is absolutely <laughs> hilarious. Um, just mixing with these demonic forces and robotics is just so nonsensical. I kind of love it. Um, but beyond that, I, I hate the music. I hate the <laughs> graphics. I, I, I hate just everything this game is bringing to the table. The two different attempts at stages um, in the level is, is interesting. Um, but I'm going to go with uh, three quarters damage what? for oh. my part. So wow. it's not completely garbage, but it's, uh, you know, pretty close. Wow. Oh, you're generous. Low standards. Sage, my friend. So I went into this game with very, very... Very low expectation. <laughs> As you so, should. what I found wasn't that bad. I kind of liked it in a very <laughs> guilty way. Will you keep playing it? That's the question. No, I will never play it again. <laughs> but I'm glad it's in my brain. You know, it's part of my, yeah. my, my registry of memories now. It's part of your gaming uh, history. I enjoyed I enjoyed reading about it. I more, e Even more so than playing it, I enjoyed everything around it. Yeah. Like the the story about the company that made it and his relationship with Wisdom Tree, and I absolutely loved the theme, like Boomerang guy, <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, machines that have, that contain the the souls of demons, and, <laughs> and the story. You know what I mean? The feels. No, no, no. The story <laughs> in, instead of destroy. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. The, the, the story. typo in the in the second screen yeah. of the game that, that is that is. Oh, yeah. and, and you know what's the, the best part? That they misspelled destroy in the in the in the very beginning of the game, but in the in the last screen of the game, I, oh, yeah. I, I they I got it right. It. Yeah, they wrote it correctly, so that was cool. So just oh. because of that, three quarters damage. <gasps> okay. So, I also noticed that instead of bodies, they put body, so it's into the body of robots. Oh. There you go. <laughs> oh. uh, drama. Wonderful. I guess I guess it's all about drama and presentation. <laughs> so I I don't know. I love that this game 
came from a company that went on to make only Christian games. I love that this company didn't seem to do it because they had like a change in their faith or they decided to be moral. They just saw that there was a market opportunity. And so they went from creating Satan games, literally Satan-inspired, demonic, Dante's Inferno video games to Christian games because they noticed that Nintendo wouldn't give them as much shit and they could put it in Christian bookstores. I think that's amazing, but it has nothing to do with this game. This game is not fun. Okay, you guys didn't push yourselves to beat it. I'm a masochist, or I like to finish these things. So there are parts where I just wanted to throw the controller. I was so angry at how cheap it was. But then you guys start talking about it, and it makes you kind of like it a little bit more. Because I, I like the goofy, the box art, and, and the stupid story, and its history. And <laughs> but Well, the, the, story, so the story of the game is not in question. It's just sitting there and playing this for a few hours is mind-numbingly painful. I you think know, it's okay, really here, the problem. If you were going to play this for 10 minutes to get, oh, I played a piece of history, then yeah, maybe three quarters. But if you are to play this as a full game, if you were like locked in a room and it was like a sauce scenario and you had to cut your leg off or finish this game, so you had to sit there <laughs> and you I had to play cut through my this. fucking leg off. Man. <laughs> so assuming you played through this game to not cut your leg off, you would probably get a full damage, which is what I'm going to give it. Full damage. The <gasps> game is just, look, it's ambitious, I guess, maybe. I don't even know if it's ambitious. I mean, these guys will, these guys will do anything for a buck. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if this is ambitious or not. Yeah. It's going to have been like bullshit. <laughs> but, you know, every game is a miracle, like Seiji says, but still full day. I, it's, I can't recommend this game. It's just not. Well, no, play it. I, fuck, now I'm saying you, you should try Especially it. Especially this one. It's so, hilarious. You should you should check it out for for the lols, but still full day. So this is, so it ends up with half a heart out of four. Out of four. Yeah. Okay. That's Maybe not the worst game. It might I don't know. be. It might be in the four hearts. Yeah. Because the four hearts kind of skews oh, a little bit, hearts. right? So unless we had four. one that's, if there's one that's zero, then that might still be a loser. Because even if, if that might be like still the worst, I don't know. I don't even know if we have a full zero one. Do we? Wasn't what, wasn't Conker's Pocketails oh, that zero? Pocketail might have been a full zero. Yeah. That was worse than this game, I think. <laughs> yeah, you guys were right. absolutely worse. And it has no but reason you know, to be worse than this game. You know what game was so much better than this? Uh, Dragon Ball Adventure Adventure. Well, okay, okay. Um, let me <laughs> Dino just... Wars. Yes, Dino exactly Wars? Yes. right. Dino, Dino Wars was The better. whole time I was playing this, I was just like, man, remember Dino Wars? <laughs> that was so good. Dino Wars. This. And you know, while I was playing this game, I liked the theme and I liked the general idea of, of what they were trying to do. Although it's completely like off target. But I was thinking, you know, I would like to make this game. Like like good, like remake you know, it like now. Demons, oh, like an HD version, bonus battle. <laughs> Fuck, that would be hilarious. I would be so funny to do a fan version of this game. Like redo the box art to make it a little better, and and do like an HD version of it with nice nice sprites and animations and playable mechanics. That would be hilarious. But keep all the kitschy crap about it. The yeah. same, <laughs> <laughs> like like an orchestral version of the theme, but it's still <laughs> that five second loop the entire time, but just done really well. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh no! Yeah, um, yeah, I mean, with good gameplay. Yeah. So, yes. just as an update on the hearts, yeah. Conquer's head one quarter of a heart at a three. So oh, it's probably this could be Who probably the same. Who gave it three quarters damage? Um, but Mary Kate and Ashley Sweet Sixteen License to Drive had zero what? at a three hearts. So oh, that is still the bottom of the, the bottom. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> Yeah, How's that, that even a game? That game is worse. Game <laughs> is worse. <laughs> I, I think I agree. I think I would rather play Robo Demons than Mary Kate. Mary Kate and Ashley, yeah. Mary Kate and Ashley was not very fun. Although Jordan loved it, so. Yeah. <laughs> Let's wrap it up here. 
Merry uh, holidays. Uh, happy Christmas. <laughs> Uh, uh, I don't know what Solstice, Festivus, uh, Sol Invictus. Uh, happy all inclusive celebration at this time of year that you may or may not uh, partake in. Thanks, Cartridge Club, uh, for all Feliz your Navidad. support. <laughs> what she said? Is she Feliz Navidad? Yeah. That right? I don't even know. Thank yes. you. Thank you, Sagey's wife. Yes, thank you. Bonusbro.com, Twitter. You, you know, if you're listening, you probably know. Where's the 187 episode? this point you should you know where to go <laughs> i just want to get i want to end on a sad note like eh, whatever merry christmas again <laughs> i guess there's a big, big happy wall. saturnalia go uh worship saturn christmas. yeah give it up all right well th- thanks for listening <laughs> uh, this is rob and shelby laugh and sagey bam Ooh.